Meanwhile, at Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, hobby store retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. Hey folks, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Meanwhile at Manage Comics episode 19. We were off last week due to some, uh, you know, just things that were happening. It was a really busy week. Um, we launched our international pricing and frankly, I just lost track of time and we were doing a ton of uh, testing and stuff. So um, yeah, let's let's talk about what we got done last week. So last week we launched our international pricing stuff. So there was both, um, there are now tiers, pricing tiers, where stores can actually add um, different items, different item prices based off the USD price. And this has led to a couple of things that we're doing this week to kind of close the loop on that, if you will. Um, one of them is we found out that people check things in, in their own currency. And when they do, uh, pricing tiers kind of break things. So this is actually in QA and I'm going to check this out in a few minutes. And then the other thing we realized is that a lot of stores don't realize that when they are creating um, pre-orders that they're creating them in USD because we have to then convert it at the time of uh, check-in. So if you were to, you know, set it in your native currency at the time that you create it, then when you check it in with an international currency, those numbers may be off. So um, we show this on the front end, but we were never showing it on the back end. So now this will just kind of simplify that, make it a little more obvious. And the third thing that we're doing to clear up uh, international stuff is um, we're going to start showing the can Canadian exchange rate or the UK exchange rate or the, you know, Australian dollar exchange rate next to the USD uh, price for any international store. So I think these three changes will make a big difference. Um, they're all based on feedback that we've gotten pretty immediately after releasing this stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, from there, we'll move on to some subscription import changes for Managed Comics Classic. Um, I'm going to start getting aggressive with getting stores to move over, especially I know I've got a half dozen stores who um, really have spoken to me in the past, but things have just fallen off the, the map. So I'm going to work on getting those half dozen stores or so using 2.0 as soon as possible. Um, the cost price is non-existent uh the the switch between 1.0 and 2.0 is really more of a technological one than than anything to do with price because they're pretty much with even with shopify uh the the shopify charge it would be the same for those folks to move to 2.0 and they just get a much better product and, and it's doing a lot more stuff uh and then 
We've got a couple fun little things that we're going to do. And then um, Natalia is taking a couple weeks off. I'm taking a week off at the end of June. And so we'll get back to kind of real hard work in the middle of August. And that's when we're going to tackle multi-store. So multi-store is kind of the big thing on deck that I'm still sussing out. In the meantime, we updated the change log. So if you go to change log, you're going to see all the updates about international pricing. And later this week, you'll see the enhancements to, to international pricing. So you'll see those. The other thing that we worked on was um, data changes. <clears throat> so we did a whole lot of work on our database over the course of June, basically, um, May and June. One fun thing that we've added is the ability for us to actually display all the information about a specific title. So this is now available kind of publicly. And our next step with this will be to add it to um, we're going to add all these links directly within the international orders and the FOC orders and the order history, which um, order history we should be uh, kind of rolling out wider very soon. Uh, then the next big thing we worked on was the new series code generation method. So we've just been seeing a lot of inconsistencies with series code. So now we use the UPC as the primary series code identifier going forward. Um, and what this means is I think we're just going to be a lot more consistent with our series codes. Uh, we've already seen in July that, that a lot of this stuff was just frankly better um, using this method. Uh, we also created a one-shot series designation. So what this means is uh, for a one-shot, it won't get identified as something you can subscribe to, just something you can pre-order. Then within data export, um, this is kind of an internal tool. It was not showing the correct IDs for series codes. So we fixed that. Um, we kind of went back and forth on whether we would move to our new series code format for classic, but frankly, I'm afraid of what it could break. So we're not going to do that. There'd be a lot of kind of rewriting we'd have to do and a lot of testing we'd have to do. And I'd rather not. Um, my main goal is to hit feature parity with all the things missing from 2.0 for, for 1.0, which is mostly at this point, just multi-store. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, vaulted cards, which from what I understand and what I've seen within Shopify, I think we're going to get that fairly soon. Once we have those two features, there's no reason to keep uh, classic around, honestly. So uh, I'm thinking by the end of this year, classic should be able to be sunset. And the folks that are going to use 2.0 are going to be so much happier with their uh, with their overall product. It's just, it's faster. It's more robust. Uh, it's got so many features that are missing in uh, 1.0. So yeah, I think that, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a big boon for those folks. Uh, we updated how we calculated ratio fields for Penguin Random House and Lunar. Before we were relying on text within the actual description, 
some of that text started missing recently and we saw a whole problem with uh, ratios. So we actually are using the um, data which is in Penguin Random House and Lunar's files. So Penguin Random House has a field called order requirement which has uh, ratio variance expressed as one to N. So one colon 100 would be a one in 100. And in Lunar, they use a column called variant type, which is expressed as one in N. And again, um, fairly easy for us to, to use those. And once we started, um, you probably noticed that ratios got fixed almost immediately. Up next was some bad character fixes. Um, after changing our import format, all of our bad characters change from weird unknown characters to HTML characters, which is fine when they import into Shopify, but looked like crap on all of our internal stuff. So we just uh, went ahead and fixed those. So it was just things like, um, oh yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Putting it into our uh, lean B here, got rid of the, the HTML character, which is what you would see on Shopify as well. So this is a ampersand, double dash. I don't even know what the HTML is off the top of my head to do that, but um, the characters got automatically formatted like they should. In terms of internal tools, so we do a lot of internal, um, I misspelled internal there. Uh, we do a lot of internal tools that let us, uh, you know, slice and dice the data in a variety of different ways. So one of them is an internal tools uh, query display and it was doubling up all the distributions. So if, if we had a title that had three different distributions, it would show up three times. We just uh, kind of made it work on distinctly. So that one item will now show up once, but if we have a duplicate out of that item, we'll still see it twice. So it just makes it easier for us to kind of visually find errors. I have gotten into the habit of going through like I'll, I'll pull up the July catalog and just look at all the comics, just visually review all the comics and see if any data is missing. Uh, Cause we've got pretty robust data in our, um, within our, our tools at this point. Uh, so yeah, it, it really makes it a lot easier for us to, to quickly visually see things. I can show you a couple examples of that. Uh, just finish this up. We added a download as a CSV to our main GeekFetch tool set. So that's just another little thing that makes things easier for us. So within uh, GeekFetch, I can just do a quick, like let's just say I want to see all comics that are from July 2023. And I can do a quick kind of review of those. And then I could just look at, let's say I just want to see Black Mask. <clears throat> which was important because I actually wanted to look at Black Mass this month. Uh, everything we had was duplicated. So this Cal exit, actually, and it was from June, 2023. We found that all of the Black Mass stuff was duplicated. You can see it here. Once, And we'll see it here as well. And what had happened was um, there were two versions of these products. and One of them had a completely different UPC 
methodology. Uh, so this one was 01011. And the other version of it was 00111. So we had to figure out which one was actually correct. We merged the other one into this one, and then we sunset the old version of it. So yeah, that's uh, that was fun. And we basically figured it out because when the July stuff came in, um, it was it all had a different um, URL or uh, not URL, but um, different product code. And so it really kind of confused us. Uh, but yeah, things are much better now. So we noticed uh, in July that about 120 products were missing issue sequence number. So that's this number here, which I see we're missing some from my most recent import. Great. So this number, if it's not displaying, will actually show up um, as an error on Managed Comics, which I kind of like because it lets me know what stuff is wrong. Um, so we have to go through and manually update those. So over 123 items were missing issue sequence number in, in July. Um, I thought we'd gotten all the June ones, although these may be, uh, could be a reason to, but something for me to look at afterwards, I guess. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of what we've done in the last month. And the stuff that we're going to wrap up is the subscription import changes, like I said, for classic so that we can do better imports into 2.0. Uh, links within the actual products, which we'll see shortly. And this one's kind of cute. Um, we had a new customer that was asking how to download a CSV. And so they, they were confused by what a report was and what a diamond upload file was. And to me, it all made sense until I went to... <laughs> our actual FOC, and I saw that it was completely different between initial orders and um, FOCs. So we're just going to streamline all the interfaces so they're the same. Because that doesn't make any sense. So doing that, I, I think, will uh, will really improve things. But, you know, outside of that, yeah, our biggest struggle is still data. We are working with publishers, distributors, and everybody to try and streamline that a little bit. A good example is after Void Rivals came out, um, Image made an announcement about, um, I guess they call it the Energon universe. <coughs> so we had to uh, go ahead and there were three products that are in our database right now that don't have UPC codes um, for three new titles, which I won't mention just in case you know, somebody hasn't read the final page of Void Rivals. Because of that, um, we have to really monitor those three titles to make sure that we get the proper UPC code. Um, similar thing happened a few months ago with a title, I can't remember what it was called, UPC codes were all wrong because they were a new publisher, so they used UPC codes incorrectly. Later, those UPC codes got refreshed, but basically it created a duplicate of the product. 
Um, so yeah, we have to do a lot of double checking of data still. So that's why I have a data person that all they do is, you know, check data and make data better. And it's uh, super frustrating that we have to have somebody dedicated to that, but that's where we are. So yeah, if you ever ask, you know, why is the data not consistent? It's because the stuff we're getting in is inconsistent, even between distributors. Um, two distributors can have entirely different UPC codes. Two distributors may have different solicitation text um, based on when they, they input it into their system. So yeah, we're, we're constantly struggling with that and trying to fix it. Uh, next week, I'm going to talk a lot at length about my trip to Chicago. Uh, I, I've got a little video that I'm putting together, just taking a little longer than I'd like. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a lot about what happened in Chicago, who I talked to and uh, you know, what, what I saw. It's, it's great getting to see stores and see what you guys are doing. Uh, and you know, we like to make things better. So yeah, uh, that's going to do it for this week. In the meantime and in between times, keep, Managing those comics. See you next week.